principles of microeconomics. This principles of microeconomics learning capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at supply curve. Up next, we're talking about the supply curve. The supply curve reflects firms or businesses. So for most of us, it's sometimes a slightly less intuitive, but uh, you know it's still pretty easy to follow. Um, it's this, the, the supply curve, this upward sloping supply curve here, reflects the fact that if the price for this good or service is rather high, uh, then there's a high quantity uh, that, that firms are willing to supply. However, if the price is relatively low, then you'll expect a low quantity supplied in this market. Uh, thinking about burritos, let's say that it just happens to be the case that the going market price for a burrito is something like 15 bucks. Uh, that's a lot more than what they are right now, so you expect a lot of firms to start selling burritos um, because they're willing, to, they're able to sell it at a very high price, and then they can make quite a bit of money off it. However, let's say that the going market price uh, for a burrito is super, super low, like two dollars or something like that. Uh, then you expect not as much competition in the market uh, given the higher price you'd expect a relatively uh, smaller amount of quantity supplied. And then the supply curve simply reflects that rather intuitive um, you know, understanding of how firms behave in response to price. Principles of Microeconomics this Principles of Microeconomics Learning Capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at Supply Curve. Next, let's talk about changes in supply or shifts in the supply curve. Um, obviously, supply doesn't have to be static. Things could happen that would shift the supply curve. That is, a shift firm's willingness um, to supply a certain quantity at a certain price. Uh, I listed here, uh, you know, the types of things that could shift the supply curve, and then you know, there's an infinite number of scenarios that might be reflected in each one of these. So, like change in technology. Uh, let's say we're talking about something like farming for wheat. Let's say technology comes along, like a new um, com combine. You know, the 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 tractor that goes through the wheat fields. Um, let's say a new one comes along that's able to produce uh, and go through wheats at a far more efficient, faster, and cheaper weight, rate. Uh, you would expect an outward shift, or that, that would be reflected in an outward shift of the supply curve because these firms are now willing to, are now able to supply a larger quantity of wheat uh, at, you know, at uh, otherwise same prices. Uh, changes in input prices, you know, if uh, the price of an input price goes down, uh, you could, the firms are able to supply now a larger quantity of that um, product at the same otherwise price. Principles of Microeconomics This Principles of Microeconomics Learning Capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. 
In this capsule, we'll take a look at supply curve. Next, let's talk about changes in supply or shifts in the supply curve. Um, obviously, supply doesn't have to be static. Things could happen that would shift the supply curve. That is a shift firm's willingness um, to supply a certain quantity at a certain price. Uh, I listed here, uh, you know, the types of things that could shift the supply curve, and then you know, there's an infinite number of scenarios that might be reflected in each one of the changes in expectations. Uh, you know, if you're a firm and you're expecting the price of this good or service to increase, uh, say months down the line. And uh, if you're able to store that good, you might kind of restrict some of the supply so that you could sell it later down the line. Uh, so that example might be a shift, uh, an inward shift in the supply curve. Uh, change in the number of producers. Uh, if another, let's say a whole bunch of other suppliers, other firms enter into the market, that would be reflected in an outward shift of the supply curve. You can think of these additional firms kind of entering the market and each one has its own supply curve. So when we look at the overall market, you're seeing an outward shift in the supply curve. Uh, and then, you know, changes in the price of related goods and services can also have an impact. So, for example, let's say you're uh, something like an oil refinery. Uh, if you there's a good chance you're producing lots of different types of petroleum-based products. Uh, let's say the price of one of these products, like kerosene or something like that, goes up. You might expect all the other products, your your willingness to supply those, um, to go down because the the factory is going or the the refinery is going to produce more of this product that all of a sudden has gone up, and so you'd expect the the supply curve for the market for those other petroleum products like gasoline and diesel, that sort of thing, um, to shift inward. Principles of Microeconomics this Principles of Microeconomics Learning Capsule is adapted from the YouTube channel Economy Curtis. The owner of the Economy Curtis YouTube channel is Curtis Caphart, PhD student, International Economics, University of California. In this capsule, we'll take a look at Supply Curve. Up next, we're talking about the distinction between a change in supply, so um, that's a movement of the supply curve versus a movement along the supply curve. So for the movement along the supply curve, the supply curve is not shifting at all. Supply is not changing at all. So you're not dealing with a scenario like any of these. A movement along the supply curve is, is just if the price of this good changes, how do we expect the quantity supplied to change? So uh, given no other you know, thing hitting up the market, you know, no change in technology, no change in input prices or anything, uh, if you were to increase the price of a good, uh, do you expect the quantity supplied to increase? And we do. So that would be a movement along the supply curve. Uh, and that's a distinct difference from a movement of the supply curve. And I just went over a number of examples how we could change a movement of the supply curve. Remember that a movement of the supply curve is firms are willing to um, change the amount they supply given the exact same price. However, movement along the supply curve is all we're doing is changing the price and we're not changing anything else. So all we're doing is changing the price and we're looking at how quantity supply changes. So now we're going to bring it all together. So here, you know, arbitrarily I've chosen the market for burritos, but it could be any good or service. Uh, you still have on the vertical axis, you have price on the horizontal axis, the x-axis, you have quantity labeled here. 
um, and then we brought in the demand curve, our downward sloping curve, and we've labeled it demand curve. And then our upward sloping supply curve here uh, has been labeled supply curve. So we brought together our demand and supply curves.